Well, once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Munn speaking. Our program here called The Mariner's Call. What a blessing to be with you. By means of radio in the book of John, John chapter 15, I found a verse of scripture I hope will be of help and, and blessing to you, like the challenge, especially believers at this particular time. Isn't it, isn't it good to be a Christian? Isn't it good to be saved? I'm so thankful the Lord many, many years ago took me off of an old boat and, uh, Put me in the book, and as I say so many times in reading the book, oh, I found out what was wrong with Wayne Munn. Oh, he was a sinner and needed a Savior. And the more I read the book, the more I saw this Savior. And I'm thankful there was a time in my life many, many years ago, raised my hand. I believe the work of Christ, Jesus, his death, his burial, his resurrection. We think about the gospel story. It's the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. I'm glad to be a believer. I hope you are. I appreciate you welcoming us into your home, wherever you're listening to our program from, also morning, noon, and night. Also, special thanks to the stations that air our program, that originate here, the offices and ministry studio here, Fishers of Men Ministries International, here in the port of Bon Secours, Alabama. John chapter 15, all the way down to verse 16. Jesus is talking to his disciples now, and he says to them, You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. It has to do with a special call that he gave them. As far as we think about these early disciples, we think about their call as far as an apostle was concerned. Uh, did they call themselves? No. All right. He gave them a special call, and then he ordained them. He said, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you. All right. Then he commissions them that you should go and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever you shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it you. All right, chose them, ordained them, commissioned them. What was their commission? So simple here. Go and bring forth fruit. All right, now, to be able to uh, grasp what he's talking about, remember a long time ago there in the book of Luke, Luke chapter 5, Jesus is now. Uh, he's found himself in the lake of Gennesaret, and uh, there's a pair of brothers there, Andrew, Peter, James, and John. He says to one of them, to old Simon Peter, he said, Fear not, from henceforth thou shalt catch men. Now, what's, what, what's he talking about there? Now, Peter knows how to catch fish. Now, he didn't do much uh, that particular time uh, until, until Christ came on the scene. All right, Peter knew how to catch fish, fish physically, but what about this? From henceforth thou shalt catch men. He was going to commission these men, empower these men, and they were going to preach the gospel. And as they preached the gospel, there was a response. You know, some of the response was, yes, I believe. We call that response. We talk about converts, response to the message. All right, the gospel, the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. And as far as these converts is concerned, Jesus said this now, all right, go and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should remain. As far as these converts, very careful with them, because 
I guess the most significant contribution that we can make in life as believers is the passing on of our faith to the next generation. And yet most leave no one behind, my friend. Believers, when they pass from this life, they left no one behind. As far as witnessing to others, we talk about soul winning and passing out gospel literature or speaking to your friends or getting someone to church and having them to listen to the gospel. My friend, when there is a response, when there are converts, make sure that this convert, oh, I say all that to say this, I wonder if some of our catch is not spoiling. Sometimes I go to places. Uh, there is a church, maybe there's a church, uh, maybe it's a small church, about a hundred people. And yet, in the ministry of this church, an entire year, all their 50 people make professions of faith. Oh, they're able to take, not only profess faith in Christ, but as far as these converts is concerned, uh, they're willing to take and uh, be baptized, join the church. I'll go back the next year. The church that had 100 now should have 150, but it just still has the 100. Now, I know some people have moved, and they had to move because of work and so forth, uh, but I wonder if some of our catch is not slipping through our fingers. Now, I'd like to illustrate what happens. I spent the better part of my lost life as a commercial fisherman. And you know what we had to do with literal seafood products? We had to be very careful with it. And we, moved, we brought it back to the place that we unloaded this product. The buyer, all this catch had to be as nigh perfect, as fresh as it could be. You follow what I'm talking about, all right? So, as far as we think about converts, soul winning, people that we've talked to about Jesus Christ, there's been a response there. Please be very special. Uh, be very careful with these people. Now, I understand you've got to have a catch before you can keep catch. Some people make a profession of faith. And it's just something they did with their brain. Or maybe hope that this will help them as far as maybe making of monies. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about someone that really comes to know Christ. Or take extra special care with these people. You know what I had to learn how to do? As a young man, and I worked on the stern of a shrimp trawler, not in the pilot house as the captain. I worked on the stern for years. And we were taught. Ah, the product that came up from the ocean floor. Uh, sometimes it came up, as far as in those nets were concerned, would put on the deck of that boat a thousand pounds of product that was there. Only about a hundred pounds of that was worth saving, we would say, of a shrimp product. And what we had to do is we raked the others back overboard. Some of it was alive, most of it was dead, and the fish that swam around our boat was so thankful, especially the sharks and the bonita, the cavalia, you know. They were so glad that we were there. They would go out and find our boats as we would take and pull the nets through the water. But that 100 pound of that that we saved was the catch. I had to learn to take very special care of that. Uh, I learned from the captain, you make sure this is washed 
I mean, to where it's beautifully clean. And then we put it down in a cool area and made beds of ice and then put ice under it, around it, and over it to where it was kept in very, very good shape. And when you come back to the dock, the buyer would look at what was there, and he said, I want every, I want everything that's there. This is just so, so pretty. We had to take care of our catch. Do you, you understand what I'm talking about? I wonder if some of our catch is not spoiling. We had to take very special care. What are you talking about, Brother Mom? Now, I tell you what I cannot do. Of those who make professions of faith, uh, those who've come to know Christ, my friend, uh, you say, well, they just got to be clean very, very quick, just like you was cleaning those fish or those shrimp or whatever. But I can't clean them. What do you do, though? What do you do? All for a new believer. That your fruit should remain. What uh, What? What? What must we do? All right. Uh, I, I don't begin with a list of do's and don'ts. What I do is I begin to cause them to daily expose themselves to the Word of God. Or I begin to read, if I can immediately get a person into the Word of God, what the Holy Spirit will do. Oh, the Holy Spirit will take it, have them to run across verses that cause them to grow in grace. Oh, yes, and the world, the flesh, and the devil, is they would fight against this person. They'd learn how to take and resist that, all that they might stay clean for the Lord. Verse Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 19, know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost? New converts, oh, they hear that. And they read that, and they see the seriousness of living for Jesus Christ. Bring forth fruit. Your fruit should remain. That's why it's so important, not only just to immediately get into the Word of God, but immediately get into a good Bible-believing, Bible-preaching church. Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. What does it do? Your fruit is going to remain we work so hard. Please, uh, those who have, uh, you've taken and exposed some to the gospel, and there's been some response. So maybe you got someone to be able to come to church, and they were responding to the invitation, you know. Please befriend that person. Stay with them, you know. Share your testimony with them. Encourage them to be in church. Sit by them in church. Pray for them often that your fruit should remain are you? Are you listening? Go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain. You know what I found? You had to be very patient in doing that. We had to do that as far as uh, a boat and from the ocean floor, uh, thinking about things that would come up from the ocean floor and put on the deck. Sometimes we put on the deck product. There was nothing in there any good. Had to throw it back. Uh, what are you what what are you saying, Brother Mon? I'm saying we have to be patient. Let's not be weary in well doing. For in due season we shall reap if we faint not. What do you have to do? Just keep on putting the word of God out. Keep on preaching the gospel. It's the power of God unto salvation. You know what I found? If a seafood product physically ever spoils, you can never bring it back to life. You think about maybe there was maybe there was uh uh, some uh, some shrimp. It was on the deck of the boat, and maybe I wasn't very careful. Uh, there was some of it got pushed aside into an area. Uh, most of our uh, time that uh, we pulled the nets for shrimp was at night, but 
Sometimes in the daytime, suppose these shrimp got exposed to the sun, and they stayed in the sun a couple of two or three hours, you know. I'd go back and say, oh, no, oh, some spoiled. All we had to do is throw it away. We could never bring it back. What are you saying, Brother Mon? So, so important to see that people, they spend time in the Word of God. They learn how to pray. If a person ever gets out of church, it will be a miracle if they ever get back in again. What are you saying? If they spoil, it's almost miraculous if they ever get back again. So it's important that not only do we preach the gospel story, the Lord gives response to that as far as converts. With these converts, we work very hard with them to make sure that they remain so that they themselves, oh, it's so good. For me, too, I've in the past won this particular person to Christ, and then they in turn, oh, they begin to win someone else. And they led people to Christ that led others to the Lord, sort of a chain reaction there. How wonderful it is. But you know, as I said at the beginning, the most insignificant contribution that I can make in life is the passing on of my faith to others especially to the next generation, especially we think about to our families. We dare not lose our children. We dare not lose our loved ones there. We must duplicate ourselves in the lives of others or Christianity's light will become dim and it will, it will darken. All with converts, love them, be patient with them. Uh, help them, befriend them often, you know, have them over for a meal, encourage them in church, you know, sit with them, you know, and what will happen is they'll grow in grace. You know, it's better to train 10 people than do the work of 10 people. Make your catch ready for the judgment seat of Christ. We call this discipleship. Jesus said, I want you to go and bring forth fruit, but that your fruit should remain. Now, until next week, the same time, this is Fisher Munn saying goodbye.